Hey guys, so before we start today's episode, I would love to introduce you to our wonderful sponsors, the Veil and Associate Concierge Company. So they are a, they are a luxurious concierge company located in Boston, Massachusetts. So if you live in the city of Boston and you're looking for a caretaker for your apartment, someone to, you know, handle your packages for you, book dinner reservations, bar appointment, cap scheduling, hair, hair appointment with your barber and all everything appointment okay make sure you pay them a visit and they will help you handle all that what is going on guys welcome back to the i'm not lucky i am blessed podcast episode number 21 and as usual i have a special guest with me but guys before i introduce our special guys if this is your first time listening to this podcast or watching this video i want you to please subscribe to the channel and also share this with your friend okay so our guest today is an author She's currently writing a book. To be. To be. To be, yeah. <laughs> so, to be. Like, she's in the process. But, hey, we got to speak it, right? Yeah, speak it into yes. existence. Yes. So, she's exactly. writing a book on how a mom is raising a raising an autistic child, mm-hmm. which is very powerful. Mm-hmm. She's also um, the co-founder of Arabs Against Oppression, mm-hmm. which is an, a non-profit organization that is helping, like, to fight against the uh, oppressions in our community right mm-hmm. now, which is a great thing that I think sh- all ethnicities should actually start right, right you know working on she's a poet if you guys haven't seen her go to her instagram page and you guys will like what she says out there it's really powerful with like she has so much power in her mouth that you know she puts it down into this beautiful lyrical way and just express it guys make some noise for the one and only esma thank you <laughs> me nervous I, 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 I was too I honestly <laughs> oh my god don't, don't blow this up I feel like kids. there's a live audience and like <laughs> hey that's the goal exactly. I see I see people right just watching us right now you know you gotta think big you know? that's what I'm saying manifest yeah. it you know what I mean yeah how you doing I'm doing good it's raining outside but hey, yeah thanks for coming man like, thank with you the rain for and having everything. me I, I thought you were gonna Cancel, but I wouldn't be mad at you because, yo, it's really... No, you understand. No, yeah. I completely understand. Nah, honestly, like, I was already going to be out, and it's like, the rain shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to be doing. Facts. You know? Facts. And if it does, it does, but... Yeah. Gotta keep it pushing. Yeah, still, like, no excuse. No excuse. My dad was like, you went to the gym this morning in this weather? And I was like... <laughs> even Des looked at me, she was like, I'm surprised you're here. <laughs> I'm like, the rain doesn't stop. <laughs> in fact, that was going to be my next point. Because yeah. I was going to say, you are for the no excuse. No. Like, even with the gym. I've learned. Like, I've le- This is my growth. Facts. I feel like, for example, like throughout college, it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'll do this later. I'll yeah. do this later. Because you're just kind of in that college mentality. But then as soon as you're done, you're like, wait... If I want to see progress, if I, I want to see change, I got to do things now. Wow. So I woke up and it, I told you it helps that I wake up early in the morning and yeah. just go straight to the gym, gym yeah, rather than yeah. like break my day up like that. Yeah. Um, so I woke up and I'm like, you know what? Even last night I was like, maybe I shouldn't go. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe tomorrow's my off day. And I was like, no, I still woke up early and I'm like, no, I got to go. Like got to see this difference, you know, change. Damn. And, and when you walk into the gym, you have a strong energy. Like you're not sour being there like hey it's my yes how you do? like you just like the whole place up with your voice <laughs> i have a loud voice i do no, but it's a good energy like thank you yeah i thank like you. it i like it i feel like you should never settle for anything less than who you are you that's know? true that's true like be who you are like i don't care what anybody thinks i'm yeah. gonna continue being who i am and if you don't like it and you don't like it and if you do that's great that's great yeah you know? both ways 
I'm still exactly. gonna win, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you focus too much on negativity, it's only gonna bring you down. Fact. It's gonna slow down your own progress. So for me, I'm like, I could care less. Wow. I gotta focus on myself and keep it pushing. Wow. You know. That's deep. And this is what I was gonna ask you. But before we do, like, um, so there's this, this question I always ask people whenever they call my podcast. So mm-hmm. the question is, do you feel you're lucky or you're blessed? Uh, both. Both. Can you guys elaborate on that? Yeah, like just <laughs> briefly, like why do you think it's that? It's a short question. Yeah, short question. It's just like an intro. Right. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you asked that because I feel like growing up, I always thought I was unlucky. Oh, wow. I always thought that if, you know, there was water on the floor, I'd be the one to fall into <laughs> it. You know, like, and I feel like sometimes I would be. Yeah. Or like, I would be the one to fall down the, <laughs> fall down the stairs or the fall, o- or fall up the stairs. Up the stairs. You the know? awkward moments always happen to you. <laughs> awkward moments always happen to me. And I feel like there was a shift in my, in my life where I started realizing the blessings that are in my life. Yeah. So it's kind of like my mindset shifted from noticing maybe like things that aren't so great to only really focusing on the great things. Facts. And once I did, I started noticing that I feel like God was putting me in certain positions to get me to where I am today. Mm. So I do feel like I'm lucky in the instance that I'm more of a positive person yeah. and certain things happen that are supposed to happen. So if something wasn't great that happened in the past, it didn't happen for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel blessed because I'm making things happen. Makes sense. You know, and I have my family with me. I have my loved ones, my friends. I have my education, my health, you know. So I think that there are many things to feel blessed about. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, you, honestly, your energy is just so strong. That, Thank like, you. Even from here, I can. I can, I can you can feel, feel it. it. I can feel it. <laughs> Yo, guys, I hope you guys can feel it too. <laughs> okay, so have you always been like this? You know, this positive energy person. Oh, like... You had to mm-hmm. come to the, you know. Yeah, I have. You, you've always been. Like I get this. it from my mom. Oh wow. She's we're the same person. So yeah. when I go to Algeria and like she doesn't go, yeah. People always say like it's the little. Her name is Safia. They'll say it's like the little Safia. Safia is back. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it's Safia in the building. Like it's not Esma. It's Safia. So I get it from her. Um, yeah, I think it's just an innate thing I have. I think oh, it's just wow. in my nature. That's great because yeah. but a, a lot of people are, like you know had to learn things like that you know oh for sure yeah like yeah. take time to like develop themselves mm-hmm. but it's beautiful that you know you, you just got it from your mom shout out to your mom though shout out to yeah. Safia. i mean shout out to all the moms out shout there. out to all the mothers out there y'all doing good job amazing like, yeah i mean myself too i some of my you know energy and all that got it from my mom That's and i always tell people if if it were in my mom, I, I don't think I would even be where I am today. Wow. I mean, shout out to God. God is like the number one boy. Like, my mom right. is like the one that like, you know, made all this possible for me. Like, That's everything amazing. you see here, like, it was our plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to her. That's why the shout out to all the moms. Shout out to what's up. <laughs> okay, so, um, just for those of them listening out there that don't know you, can you like briefly introduce yourself to them mm-hmm. and what you do? And what I do. Yeah. Um, so my little like summary. Yeah, my little, little LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Esmali Tim. Should I look into the camera? Sorry. You don't mind. Whatever. Yeah. So my name is Esmali Tim. I was born and raised in Boston, East Boston specifically. Um, my parents came to the US from Algeria in the nineties. I'm one of five kids. I'm the middle child. And what they say about middle children is true. Oh wow. Nobody cares about the middle child. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video like that on TikTok. <laughs> no, that did like this morning. The middle shot just gets whatever they get. Like, 
You don't have a choice. You get the leftovers. You get the leftovers. No one cares about. So it's like the, the older kids. I have two older siblings and two younger siblings. Yeah. My two older siblings, like, people ask them about, like, education, like, what colleges are they applying to. I'm, like, still in middle school with braces on, like, yeah. like before the glow up happened. Yeah, no one cared. <laughs> no one cared about me. <laughs> my younger sister was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. My little brother was just always running around, like, being mad cute. So yeah. it was like, I was just there. Yeah. Um, it didn't like really affect me, but I'm just, you know, but, um, yeah, I went to Boston Academy. So shout out dragons. I went to Bentley university, shout out Falcons, hey, right um, got my degree in marketing and I minored in law, um, with hopes to go into law school, but then I rerouted. I just really like law, but, um, I'm hoping to get my MBA. So I worked for TripAdvisor for a couple years and then I left and went to Thailand to teach English. It was like a program. Um, I just left. I was like, I don't know anybody that's doing this program. I found this program online. Yeah. When I got there, I was like, I hope this wasn't a scam. <laughs> I hope I'm not about to get kidnapped. <laughs> it was some guy carrying like a sign with my name oh. on it. And I'm like, I guess that's I guess me. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he spelled it right too. I'm like, I guess that's me. <laughs> that's a sign that you're not, you're not about to be kidnapped. You know, right. Yeah. And so I remember I got there. It was January 2020. Or December, it was like the last of December or whatever. But I got there and I was like, I felt ease. You know, yeah. I felt happy. Yeah. Like I didn't have a job. That was my job. And I was like, I'm in a completely different part of the world. I don't know the language. I don't know the culture. I don't know the people. And this is a learning opportunity for me. Yeah. And it was one of the best, best decisions I've ever made in my life. And then COVID happened because that's when COVID started spreading. Slowly, December yeah. and January. So then I got back. Um, and I didn't have a job and I wasn't worried. I wasn't upset. And I was like, well, I have this newfound time that I didn't have before to do what I want to do. And I had always been wanting to write a book. And I always told my mom, like, mom, you have a story. Exactly. And I really, really want to tell your story. Wow. And she gave me her blessing. Wow. And she was like, you can write this story. Like, I want you to, and I want you to write it. Yeah. And I took that upon myself and I made that my baby and that's my passion project. And I started putting my writing out there, my poetry out there. Um, and then one day, my co-founder, my partner, she's amazing. Shout out to Ouellette. Shout out to So follow her as well. Um, she reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, I have this idea to like start something mm. Regarding, you know, systems of oppression within the Arab community. Like, what do you want to join? Like, what do you want to do this with me? I'm like, honestly, why not? Like, let's do it. Let's do it, yeah. Like, we're both very passionate people. We're very, very passionate on these types of issues. And we turned it into, like, a seminar series, like a five-week. Um, it was five weeks. Yeah, it was five weeks. And every week on Zoom, we, yeah. like, every, people we didn't even know showed up. Showed up like, yeah. just to have these conversations. And I think the most beautiful thing about it was... It wasn't just people of Arab origin that yeah. showed up. It was yeah. people that were Hispanic. There were people that were black. There all were people over. All over. Yeah. And it was because these systems of oppression are so parallel throughout different communities. Yeah. It's not just an Arab thing. Mm -mm. It's not just a Latino thing. Yeah, it's nah. not just an America thing. Nah. It, it's widespread. It's global wide. So it was something that we could all speak on. It was something that we all kind of took away something from. We yeah. all learned from it. Um, so we spoke on like different issues every single week. And then at the end, people were asking us, well, what's next? 
like what, what what's, what's, the, what's more yeah, what's like, more is yeah it's just it? over yeah is this it? it like you know? y'all just brought out this you energy know? in us and just want to dump us like right that. Yeah. and like her and i are very passionate people and we yeah. are very driven and so we're like why don't we turn this into a non-profit makes sense why don't we make this bigger than we thought we would make, make it, it yeah and make some big change mm. so we are launching officially publicly the hey. organization um soon wow. so stay wow. stay soon stay stay updated yes um stay tuned <laughs> i can't speak <laughs> so, you said say, stay, I said, stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> And I was like, yep, yep. I forget English sometimes. Oh, me too. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's okay. And um, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, that wasn't brief. That was like my no, no, whole no, 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 LinkedIn. No, take your time. Take your time. Like, okay. There's was, no rush. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I, like that. Yeah. I hesitated where I was supposed to, you know. That's no, perfect. no, no. There's no limit. That if was, you want to still add more, the floor is all yours. Thank Just you keep so going. much. Yeah. Wow, you're so kind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's basically it. Um. We're working on that. I'm working on finishing my book, hopefully publishing it in January. So Again. next year is like the big year for you. Oh yeah, early 2021, 2021. is the release. Like, wow. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I know, <laughs> yeah. Marketing, all sorts of things. But I'm really excited. Like, I really want to use my voice to change things Beautiful. and to give people hope. Yeah. You know, I want people to read this book and feel like, wow, like there is hope. I'm not the only one. True. You know. True. I want it to be an outlet for families who are going through the same thing because it's not easy raising a nonverbal autistic Child, son, son. You yeah, know, it's not yeah. easy. And we are blessed that we have a big family and it's kind of like an army. You know, yeah. like we all have each other's each back. Each other's back, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so but not everyone like, has that. But not everybody has that. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this book is an outlet for people who are struggling. Because yes. it is, it, I don't want to call it a struggle, but you do struggle through it. And, it, you know, my mom, my parents are immigrants. And yeah. they, when the doctor said your son's autistic, it's like, well, what does autism even mean? Yeah. And even it was early two, it was early 2000s. And it's like, even doctors barely know what it is. Wow. So how are parents supposed to deal with it? You know, yeah, like, how are right. they going to go about raising their child? Yeah. Who are they, you know, asking questions of like, why, why is my son not speaking? And doctors don't even have an answer. They don't even, have an answer, they don't yeah. even know. They don't even know, yeah. You know, and it's, it's not easy. And it's like... I want this to be something where people can unite and I want it to build a community where people can read this and feel like, wow, like it's not just me because it's easy to feel that way. It's easy to be like, am I the only one going through this? Like my son is not my son. My brother is throwing fits and I don't know how to stop him, Mm. you know? Mm. Um, So that's like my passion project. That's my number one. That's my baby. And I'm really hoping to put, you know, a voice to something that not a lot of people know too much about. Yeah, this is really deep for you. Because mm-hmm. when you told me you were writing a book, like I said, I first thought you were writing a book about yourself because mm-hmm. that's easy. Everyone can just write right. a book about, oh, I'm writing a book about myself. Right. How, you know, like... My biography my, my, by 25. My <laughs> <laughs> how, how I, you know, turned my life around and stuff like that. But right. like, now you're writing a book from your mom's perspective. Yeah. On, an, on, on a very, very powerful subject. Mm-hmm. You know, so like... I I'm impressed by it first of all that's what I'm I'm, I'm gonna say and then like second reason like like what fueled that passion because you must like you must have seen something mm-hmm. you know that like you're like this is deep for right. your mother to go through you you like this was not just you saying oh you know what let me make some money of on writing books right, about right. on on a subject like this you must have seen something you know been through something or mm-hmm. heard something that like you like. I feel like the world needs to hear this, you know, right. like, what it, what, like, what was that thing that drove you to write this book? Like, what fueled me? Yes. 
just seeing my brother grow yeah the way he has in his 18 years he's 18 years old right now and i think what fueled me even more this year specifically was seeing how much he progressed being at home yeah and that baffled me you know like he's around his family he's not in school because school shut down in march and we had to homeschool him. So we're like, I tell you, when you asked me the other day, you, you were like, what, what are you what doing? Are you doing? Yeah, and I was like, like I, I literally go, I go home and I do what I have to do. And I have to homeschool my brother. I didn't even know that was what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I have to help my mom homeschool him. Cause like, it's not easy to get him to sit down and focus. He's always just running around. Running around, yeah. So I'm like, Muhak, come back. What are you doing? <laughs> sit down. And like his teachers know we all help out, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> like my sister does his morning class. I do his afternoon class. Wow. And it's not easy, but it's this this past year was just seeing how much he's progressed this past year being at home yeah. without school. Without school. That was just crazy to me. I'm like, wait, you're understanding more. Not that he's verbally communicating, but like he's he's focusing. When you sit down with him, yeah. you have a conversation with him. Like I just look at him and I have a conversation with him, even though I know he's not gonna respond, but I know he understands. Cause I'll look at him and be like, I know you can talk. You're just pretending. <laughs> You're just pretending. Whoa, you know? I'm like, I know you have it in you. And it's like, I do that all the time to him. Because I know he can. Yeah. You know, it's crazy how much he understands how independent he is. Like, making his food. Like, he'll go get, like, bread. Put it in the microwave or the toaster. Yeah. Get butter. Do it on his own. What's like, left is just for him to see. All he needs to do is speak. Mm. And I'm like, Muhan, I'll grab him. Like, speak. 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 <laughs> do it. <laughs> he's going to speak someday. 100%. No, he's going to speak someday. It's not even like like a, a sense of just hope that's 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 staring us. Yeah. It's more so seeing him evolve and seeing him being able to communicate without words. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like he says words here and there. Like I hear him singing, but not really singing singing yeah you know like he'll hum like i actually do you want to hear something please please let's hear it let's hear so this is a little um spoiler but uh, i've been recording him when i catch him singing and do you want to hear this (laughs) yeah i want to hear he's not really it's not singing he's like humming yeah and it's the most precious thing i'm not gonna play the whole thing okay just so you can have an idea of what it sounds like i wasn't gonna even pull this up but since we're talking about it no thank you thanks for doing it yeah thanks for ready yep Isn't that precious? That's a, that is beautiful. Wait for it. He's playing his iPad at the same time. Hold up. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He's pretending. And he'll yeah. like... I like how you tell him you're pretending. Like, I know you can speak. Like, I know you can. <laughs> stop playing games with us, you know? Like, right? No, I know he can and it's like, it's crazy because it's like, I'll catch him singing like that. Yeah. And I'll, sometimes I'll hear him like humming to songs I know he hasn't heard since he was a child. Wow. Because it would be like music we had on our like cassette tapes yeah. that we used to play in our play. old like band back in the day. Yeah, so that's what he's humming, right? So he'll be humming songs from those yeah. cassette yeah. tapes we played like 14 years ago oh. that we just don't have anymore. Or we have them like put away, but we don't use them because it's like cassettes. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, how do you still remember that? You know what I mean? Like, he'll like, like, there's this song in Algeria. It's a very popular song. It's called Zina. Yeah. And it's very like acoustic, like style, like with guitar. It's incredible. It's such a beautiful song. And he loves that song. And I'll play the music video for him. I'll just put it on the table and he'll just stare at it. 
and just like watch it and like he'll actually be very focused and it's hard to get him to focus but when he he there's music that he likes he's very musically talented like yeah. he loves music and he'll like you'll hear him kind of beatboxing sometimes too yeah. <clears throat> and if there's music he likes he'll just focus on it or he'll just stop what he's doing and just listen or um if it's a song he doesn't like, he doesn't like songs with like heavy bass because yeah. it alarms him a little bit. Oh, okay. He doesn't like too much too commotion. Much. Yeah. And that's like a very um, popular, I don't want to say symptom, but a lot of autistic kids don't like commotion oh, yeah. or like loud things. And if a song has really heavy bass, he won't he like it. He'll yeah. like run away or oh, he'll like okay. call, throw a fit or like so you can change, change the song because yeah. he can't verbally communicate what he wants you to do, you know? Yeah. So it's incredible, like just seeing him progress, and it—that's what fuels me. Seeing his progress over time, and I know he can talk. Yeah. I know he can, or I know he will. And it's not just a, a sense of hope. It's just like I know he has it in him. It's just a matter of what when he's gonna wake up one morning and be like, "Hey, what's up?" He will. <laughs> like you know? honestly, I think he. I mean, I know he will. It just this just makes me realize that it's all progress he's making progress exactly yeah he's making progress like mm -hmm. it's not like he can't i mean he has it in him you know but like what you want to know is that right now you're doing what probably no one has done mm -hmm. you get it, right so these are like things that comes with it like right, these are, and, right. and, and, and it's beautiful that you're writing this book because the day he speaks people people want to know book number what, two <laughs> yeah, and people want to know what you guys did and now you have yeah. a manual to it like this is what I want people to know the story. Yeah, this is know? the story. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I like what fueled you, the fact that you saw improvement, mm -hmm. that this guy's supposed to be in school, and that's where he's supposed to grow, and, but now you guys, like, outside the norm, mm -hmm. that is where he's growing, and that's what 2020 has been, like, right. yeah, 2020 exactly. has been a year where, like, you either swim or you die, mm -hmm. <laughs> you either, like, you either, um, it just it takes you back to the basic exactly. like for example gyms were closed right mm -hmm. i was stuck in a situation where i had to go back to the basic or just doing at home workouts right and from there i discovered that look literally if you want to look good you never have to go to the gym to look good right exactly and now that is where your brother came like your own story came in from like mm -hmm. you're saying like you your son doesn't have even have to go to school mm -hmm. to 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 grow or to get better at this like at home you take time you train him <clears throat> more improvement than it's even. wild yeah it is it's wild and i mean it's not to discredit like his teachers yeah, and no, all no, the yeah, like yeah. he's done he's made incredible progress at school and with his teachers and his teachers really love, love him, him and yeah. they really want to see him do better than he did yesterday yeah for example and but it's just it's just incredible and i think i think what fuels him to progress even more is being around people who do speak Ooh. people who are giving him all the attention and then it brings i was having this conversation with my brother yeah my older brother and we were talking about it and we had gone through our old home videos our old because i'm like doing something with that and it's all of my little brother like talking in a way when he was when he was young he if you said no, one yeah. he would say two, two if you yeah. said three he would say four until oh, ten yeah or he would say a b c d e yeah or he said certain words and i feel like he reversed his progress slow down he slowed down what was happening mm -hmm. and then he he can't he doesn't do that anymore anymore yeah and we were talking about it i'm like wait he was progressing at a slower rate but he was still progressing he was still saying words like 
there was a video of him. We looked at him and we're like, Muhammad, no. Like he was sipping through a straw and we're like, no, yeah. no, no, no. And he looked at us and he gave, he tried giving us his straw and he goes, no. And we said, yes. And he goes, no. no. And we were going back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. And I was like, and we're looking back at these videos and we're like, because at the time we're all young, you yeah. know, so we don't really yeah. realize what's yeah, happening. But now that we're older and we understand more, we're looking at these videos and we're like, oh my God. His progress was phenomenal for a nonverbal autistic child at his age. age yeah. What happened? And it led us to believe that, you know, what, what, what if what do we had like a million dollars? You know, what if we had personal like homeschool? School, yeah. What if we had personal therapists Therapist, that spent like, every single day with him, eight hours yeah, a day eight with eight him? Day like, just, where would he be today? Facts. You know? Yeah. And it's just kind of thinking about that socioeconomic and how that really affects maybe special, special uh, students that have special, special needs. Because yeah. it's like a lot, a lot of families are less privileged. A lot mm. of families don't have, like my parents are immigrants. Yeah. Like we didn't have much at all. They started from scratch, sure. from zero dollars in their bank account. So it's like they enforced us to go to school, to get that good education, to get that good job, to start our own businesses and X, Y, and Z. So for us, it's like we understand that we're we understand coming from nothing to making something, something out of out nothing. Of nothing yeah. And what about those, those, those families who do have stu- uh, who do have kids who have special needs, even, even, you know, more difficult to maintain yeah. than maybe my brothers yeah. and they don't have the money and they only rely on public school. Public and school. for me seeing public school and seeing him being at home and us interacting with him, us like doing everything we can yeah, with him yeah, every yeah, single day, yeah. giving him attention every single yeah. day and how much he has progressed, progressed because yeah. of that. I'm like, wow, wow, my mind is blown. My mind is blown too. You know, like you never know. Mm-mm. You never know. My mind is blown by just what you said. I'm like, like, if I had a million dollars right now in my bank account, I would put them all put, towards put my brother. Out. Yeah, and, and I mean, I would invest it. some of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm about doubling, <laughs> tripling, quadrupling my money. Like, <laughs> but but you know, like most of it would go towards my brother and yeah. doing, finding any type of help for him. Mm. Like, bet, like good, good individual personal help, and see how much he advances with that. Well, you know? Yeah, that's powerful. Like, you just like you getting me to understand something that I've always asked myself. Mm-hmm. What if we can question every single thing? Like, I would, there was this day I was having this conversation. Yeah, one plus one is two. But, like, what if one plus one wasn't really two? Mm-hmm. What if the guy who did two said two because he didn't know any further to go? He's like, let's just make it two. What if now we are at that point in, in our generation where we have enough equipment to actually question things? Like, 100%. Like, okay, what if one plus one is 11? Like, what if one plus one is something else? What if one plus one could be... I mean, one plus one equals eleven. That's 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 physically. That's what we see, right? Yeah, that's what we see, right? Like what we. I don't believe that. I'm telling you, like what happens when we start to question the, you know, like like the status quo and 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 just try to think outside the box to make things better. You Mm -hmm. know, like what you guys are doing now. Now, okay, like before, now he was progressing, but now Mm -hmm. he he slowed down. Mm -hmm. What was wrong? Right. Where did we go wrong? How can we change it? exactly and then starts to trace the steps back and you know improve so he gets better like mm-hmm. i think it's important that you brought that up because i feel like due to covid yeah. and us being in a lockdown and just life as it is i think i mean the cliche you know in the age of information ignorance is a choice yeah 
I think it is important to question a lot of things. For real. You can't just take things at face value because Mm-mm. of mani- uh, media manipulation. True. Because you can't just sit there and base because of social media too, for example, like you can't base you can't create an opinion based off an opinion, mm. right? I can't read some what somebody thinks. That's why I'm not a big fan of reading like blogs. Blogs, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to real world social Situation, political yeah, issues, yeah. because I don't want to read your opinion. Mm-mm. I want to read the fact Fact, yeah. and create formulate my own opinion Being, on that. Yeah. And then we can have a conversation. Mm. But I think a lot of times what happens with social media, like we, there's so much information, there's so much technology in the world yeah. that there's a lot of fake news. Too. A lot of fake news. Everyone's just trying to get a click. Like people are, people. it's clickbait. You <laughs> know, it's yeah. clickbait. Jeez. And you want to know the funniest thing about clickbait? Mm-hmm. I was a victim of it yesterday. Oh. I was going through. I was reading the news because I do that, that every single morning. Yeah. I always read all types of news, and <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a news article. The title of it was. Ryan Seacrest is no longer hosting live with Kelly and Ryan. And then you read it fast mm. and then it, but the word actually says without Kelly, oh. right? So so the way they made it seem was he's no longer hosting, hosting. it. So as soon as you read that, you're like, yeah. "Oh, clip. Click, let, let me see, see what, what happened. What happened. Let me yeah. see what went well, then- what went wrong." And I was a victim of that clickbait cuz I did click on that and I clicked on it cuz I would do watch it sometimes. I clicked on it and <laughs> I was reading through it and I'm like, where is the yeah. part where he leaves or he quits or they fire him or whatever it is? And I reread the title and it, and it yeah, was, that's when you... he's no longer hosting it without Kelly because she was absent yep. for like an episode or something like that. Can you imagine? Oh my God. I was so mad at myself. I'm like, bro. <laughs> that's how we fall for things. Exactly. And then realize at the end. I felt like a fool. I was like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, really? I'm a reader too. I was like, how did I miss that? You have to start reading properly now. I know. Like for real. Like I do have my glasses. So. Oh yeah. They're not prescription. They're just but like, just regular glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that's what I keep like telling myself. What if we can actually start questioning things, like mm-hmm. re rereading things? You know, maybe mm-hmm. information like back then there were no equipment. You know, the right. tools were in. The media tools were in there, so people just stopped at that. Okay, let's just end it and call it mm-hmm. a day, you know. Mm-hmm. But now we're we're in a time where like we're so modernized that literally that there's equipment for almost everything. Okay, mm-hmm. why why can't we further these things and see right. to what level we can take it to? Like even in bodybuilding, people say, "Oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't." But I'm at the stage. I'm like, "Yo, we just have to push right. ourselves to see that limit." You know, you I don't want to say what. Well, he said five years ago, ten years ago, because exactly. it's not the same right it's now. It's not anymore. relevant right now. Anymore. It's Times not anymore. Have Times have changed. Let's let's try to get our own information out there, you know, and exactly and roll off that. Yeah. So, man, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Great thank conversation. You. Wonderful conversation. Yeah. Always a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to. <laughs> I know. We. Uh, I'm. I'm grateful we shed some light on your younger brother and your mm-hmm. mom. You know, thank they you. they deserve thank that. You. Thank you. Love and respect. Thank you. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. So stay tuned. I will. Um, stay tuned on next that. year, right? Yes. Looking early, forward to that early book. 2021. So. I'm hoping to even have you on the podcast when you drop that book, so we can we can actually go through the book and just you know read it together. Break it down. Break <laughs> it down. Break it down. Break it down. Chapter, chapter one. one. <laughs> Summarize chapter one. Chapter two. This this and then. Let me know. I'm down to read some books. Hey, this, this, this platform is your platform. It's open for you, everyone. Thank so you. Please well, thank you for having me. Thank hey. you for having everybody before and people that, you know, to come. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's important in today's time to really 
connect with each other. Facts. Utilize each other because we are all, our own resources, yeah. right? I think that people are focused too much on people that they don't know. No, yeah, yeah. And it's like, wait, you have tomorrow's success stories here today. today. So why don't we work together? Like a couple of my friends, and I think it's it's a beautiful thing. Like they each have different businesses. Yeah. And they're like working with each other to promote each, each other's, other's businesses. Business, like they'll yeah. do giveaways together or they'll, you know, advertise each other. Like one of my friends, she has like um Daniela Curls. Yeah. Follow Shout her on her. YouTube. Yeah. Um, she has an incredible, incredible uh curly hair videos, makeup videos, all sorts of, you know, beauty videos. Mm-hmm. They're incredible. And she'll use one of my other friends, Erica, body butter, the eat time. She'll use her body butter with, and, yeah. and, and she'll and she'll advertise that and she'll show how she uses, uses it. it. Yeah. And I think little things like that is what will propel us. Facts. And what will propel the children. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. Like it sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, like the future is the children. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like if you don't focus on education, if you don't focus on financial literacy for these kids, yeah. where are they gonna go? Are they gonna follow these rappers quote-unquote these mumble rappers who are sipping lean like overdosing it's ridiculous ridiculous, you know what i mean i think that it's important to put into these kids minds that if you do stay in school get that good degree if you do get that good job save your money invest your money like build credit things like that that is so important because that is what our I don't want to say our parents failed to do, but our parents weren't equipped, equipped with those yeah. resources we can't blame at the them. time. We can't blame Ex- them. No, 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 of course not. But I'm, we have to make that's that just the way that life, life happened, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of our parents are immigrants, and even if they're not, they probably are victims of, of the system yeah. of oppression yeah. that yeah. happens yeah. here in America. So what we can do is educate ourselves Facts. and learn to teach ourselves mm-hmm. because... When you go to school, they don't really teach you all that. They don't teach you anything. They mm-hmm. teach you about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> they teach you he sailed the he seas. Said, said, yep, yep, he yep, loved yep. Pocahontas. Oh man! What's his name? James Smith, jo- John Smith. Yeah, history is different. The white guy history. that like falls in love with Pocahontas. But, yeah. They glamorize these. The past. They they glamorize these moments of history. Yeah. These really terrible moments of history. So they avoid telling us the truth. True. You know what I mean? And That's it's facts. like, it's terrible. It's like with, um, with Arabs Against Oppression, for example, one of the sessions that we had was about the Arab slave trade. Mm. Why don't they ever teach us about how the Arabs enslaved Africans for 1,000 years? Wow. Why don't they ever teach us about how Arab-speaking countries in Africa are really Arabized countries, mm. but they are indigenous to their lands? Yes. And they only speak Arabic because of the slave trade. You know what I mean? That makes a lot of sense. I think that there's a lot of things in history that there's sort of a question mark around. Yeah. Because yeah. no one is going to open. Yeah. When I was doing, it's interesting because when I was doing research on yeah. the Arab slave trade, I found not much information. I had to really dig, dig, dig to get the full idea, to get the full picture of what happened. And I don't know if that's done on purpose or you really have to look through the books because it was so long ago. And maybe not a lot of information is readily available online. Yeah, yeah. Like not like something that maybe happened only 50 years ago. This was a thousand years of slavery that people don't talk about. Nah. Why do you think people in the Middle East have, they will find African ancestry if they did ancestry.com because African slaves were sent to the Middle East. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, there's a lot to it. And you have to go out of your way to research. To, to, to research because yeah. I wouldn't have known this. I knew about it a but, little bit. But not, like, but not to the extent of which I know today. 
And that was due to research that I had to do to put on a Zoom session with my amazing co-founder to not necessarily teach because I'm not equipped to, I'm not a teacher, yeah. you know, I'm not an expert. Yeah. I'm also learning myself, but to facilitate a conversation so that people can get, you know, their mind moving, their mind thinking. So maybe inside of them, they want to then do their research after they hear this conversation that we just had about it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, even if you learn a thing or two, that's better than not, not learning, learning yeah. you know? And I think that it's important to have these conversations. And right. I think that's what really fueled us into turning into a nonprofit organization because, because we want to have these conversations. We want to break barriers. Yep. We want to break the stigma on, mm. uh, of talking on topics that people don't want to talk, talk about, about and yeah. swipe on, sweep it right under the rug. Cause and they're just like, no, we're not racist. Yes. We're just, yes. we love everybody. You know, that's, that makes sense. for example, that's, that's a big issue in the Arab community where people are the colorist. Mm. People are racist yeah. and it's disgusting to see. Cause I'm like, you're saying you're Muslim, so you can't hate anyone, and God loves everyone, yet here you are yeah, hating somebody for the color some... of their skin. Makes sense. The first Arabs were black, so I'm confused why Whoa. you guys are upset. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, there's a lot to unravel. We need to, we need to go... So now we're done with the book. Now let's... Let's go into this. We're segueing. Yeah, let's 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 change wigs to... It flowed. It flowed. Arabs against <laughs> oppression, okay? Let's go yes. deep inside it. Yes. But before we do, there's something you talked about that I, um, you you say we need to have conversations like this. Mm -hmm. Like what we need is within us, not outside. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you because before I met you, mm -hmm. I was looking for someone to come talk about a book that they're writing. Like I was in oh, search for someone with a not with a, God with an NGO. <laughs> I swear to God, like I was looking for someone with. That's why when you told me. If you, do you remember how excited I was yeah, when I, I was you were like, very you were very interested I'm like oh, wow this is so nice for real like that was what I was looking for someone mm -hmm. that is writing a book that would just come up here and because and, I know there's someone out there too that's struggling with a book or something that wants to write a book it's or, not easy it, it's not easy it's like not you know easy. just coming up and saying oh I have a non-profit organization so everyone can know look you can actually go out there and mm -hmm. do your own thing too you get right, right? you don't right. yeah so it's beautiful you say that because i completely agree with you thank you i feel like we are all we need we don't 100%. need 100 percent. all we like all we have is all we need a hundred i always say yeah. i always say that nobody's gonna have our backs but mm, ourselves yeah so if we're gonna stay here and wait for somebody to give us something, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, we have to go. If we're going to sit here and try and like ride the backs of other people, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to make it You're anywhere. You're not going to make it anywhere. All we have is each other. Yes. And all we have is our, our community. Right. You know? And I, yeah. Arabs Against Oppression is so precious because it's about us. Yes. You know, it's about our communities. Yes. And it's not just about being Arab. Like I said earlier, it's very parallel to yeah. every other racial Nigerians, group. Nigerians, everything. You know just... what I mean? Algerians, like... For example, Algeria is a very diverse country. Yeah. And it isn't it's it's part of North Africa. And I think people oftentimes we also had this conversation the other day where it's like people kinda within Africa they they'll see North Africa as like so different. different it's like yeah. you guys are all white you guys aren't black, you guys are white, whatever. And it's like, wait, let's like let's unwrap let's like let's break this down. Yeah. Each country has its own extensive history, right? Fact, yeah. For example, if you go to Algeria, it's the largest country in Africa. Yeah. Do you know how many people live in that country? There are more. It's crazy because there are more Algerians that live outside of Algeria than live in Algeria. In Algeria. I know immigration, right? Yeah. But 
it's one of those things where it's such a diverse country. The further north you go, the capital, Algiers, is in the north, a coastal city. The further north you go, the lighter people are. The further south you go, darker, darker people, people are. Okay. But it just so happens that the problem with our country is it's, it's still kind of living off of Eurocentric views mm. of beauty, yeah. for example. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of people might see, you know, for example, Algeria, and it's like, oh, everybody there is like white or whatever. And it's like, actually, we're not. But we do have issues within our own country where people are colorist. People bleach their skin in Algeria to be lighter. People, one hundred percent. People, people in the media, they they want fair skin. People in the media, people to represent the country. Okay. It's the same thing if you think about it. Like with Brazil, right? Brazil is a very very diverse country. The second largest African population lives within Brazil, right? And the faces of Brazil are people like Light Giselle, yeah. uh, Adriana Lima, yeah. these women who have fair skin, yeah. maybe fair, yeah. lighter, yeah. lighter yeah. eyes. And that's the same thing with Algeria. It's like you'll have, you'll have, you'll have people in the media or people who represent the country who look lighter. And it's like, that's not representative of the country though. Mm, yeah. And that's a system of oppression. It's, it's, it's not... I don't want to say it's not racism, but it's like... It's a different thing. It's, 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 different. it's different in the fact that when you go to Algeria, people treat each other the same, mm -hmm. right? It's like, if you're black, people say outwardly, it's normal to be like, you're white, you're black, you're, 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 you're beige, yes. you're brown. You, that is not, it's not a, um, it's not a derogatory term for us within Algeria. Yeah. In the context of, uh, we're talking about the context of Algeria, it's not really derogatory to say somebody's white or say somebody's black, say somebody's beige, brown, whatever, tan, whatever. So no one's going to get treated less because you have darker or lighter skin, period. That's not really how it happens. That's not how it works because we're, we're all Algerian. Yeah. That's, that's the mentality in Algeria. However, when we're talking about the standard of beauty, that's the problem. Okay. Where people are like, oh, well, you're, you know, you want light, someone to be lighter skin, or they'll like do some weird concoction and like make their skin lighter. lighter. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's just seeing that upsets Sense. me. Yeah. And seeing women in Algeria, not, I don't want to say everybody is like that, but some people are like that where it's like somebody's blonde, someone has blonde hair. The other, the other day I was watching a commercial and the main character, the protagonist of the commercial, had blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm like, what? You guys fought the French. Wait, she has what? Sorry. Mm -hmm. She has what? Blonde hair, blue eyes. Blue eyes, blonde, blonde hair. hair mm. Blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm like, you guys fought the French off. Yeah. You guys, you guys uh, um, over one million people died. It was, the, it was a genocide that happened in Algeria. You guys fought day and night for 132 years for your independence. Only to then. Come back. Only to then. Yeah. Come back. And, and it's kind of like that weird, like, I don't want to say savior complex, but it's one of those things where you got you go back to your colonizer. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you still revere them. And it's disgusting. To be honest it with you, disgusting. it's disgusting yeah. to see. Because yeah. it's like, love yourself. Love yourself. Like, and love your ancestors. that f Love your grandfather, that your grandparents that fought in the war. Yeah. But you're going back to the colonizer. Mm. That doesn't make sense to me. And it's when people see that, that's when it's like, well, you're not claiming Algeria. You're not claiming Africa. And it's like, for me, that's something I always claimed. So it's like, that's a problem within the Arab community. No, it's not just the Arab community. I think exactly. It's, all, it's parallel, right? It's, it's, it's everywhere. And I was telling a friend, I, I, I said, those that fought for us to be here will be disappointed in mm -hmm. us because we haven't, haven't, we literally haven't fought anything to get to where 
our kids, we should like literally like we haven't done anything. We're still living. We were on, given. Yeah, we're given. We're still living on their grace. What they did, like, and to a point, we're starting to lose it, like, because mm-hmm. we're going back to not knowingly, you know, unintentionally, right. we're going back to how we started. It's that mentality. Yeah, we can't. All right, think about it like this: You're Nigerian, I'm Algerian. We're both from Africa, right? Yeah. Think about how many resources Africa has. Think about how many times Africa has been stripped of its own people, of its own resources, time yeah. and time again for thousands of years. Yes. Why is that the case? Because we're such a valuable continent. Country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We are the second largest continent in the world, but people don't see it as as such. Like if you look at a map, Africa looks small. Right, you see North America and it looks massive, massive but it's yeah. only like Canada, America, and you know, Mex- is Mexico part Mexico, of it? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, why is that the case when time and time again people have invaded Africa, killed its people, castrated its people, stolen its resources because they want what we have? Imagine, imagine if all the countries in Africa banded together, imagine if they understood their worth, worth yeah, and they knew, hey, like, we can be if- kissing these people's asses. I'm sorry, but we would fuck it up. Yeah. For real. No, I'm we sorry. No, for, no, 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 no. But I, it's like, like, we would be a power. Power, house. yeah. For real. We are already, but we just don't know how to use it. We, exactly. We, it's just like we, our we soccer team. We don't know what team. we have. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just like our soccer Did, did you want to Where is the lie? Where is the lie? Because. You know what I'm laughing? I know why I'm going to do there's, did you see, I, I think it was a 2010 World Cup, mm. 2010, 20, no, 2014 World Cup, where Ghana, did you see it? I, I can't remember. Oh my I, God, I, I I'm sorry for really Shit. quick, it's, really it's, quick. It's, Ghana could have been the first country, uh, the first African, African country, country to, win the to win the World Cup. They had a penalty at okay. the end of the <laughs> game, okay, and they would have won. Do you know what happened? Mm-mm. Do you remember what happened? No. Homie, homie, homie. This is the post, Post, right? Homie kicks the ball. Over the post. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he was probably probably afraid. Like, when you kick it up. Because, like, what if he gets it if I kick this style? What if he gets it when I I kick on this style? So, let me kick it up. Homie kicked it on his way to Spain or some shit. Because it didn't even touch the post. Wait, wait, wait. It was 2014. I think it was South Africa. I think because Ghana would have been the first African country and it would have been so beautiful. It would have been so beautiful. Like, is it like a mindset thing? That's what I'm saying. It's that like you don't know your we potential. We don't know our potential. Like, we get scared. Oh, no, we shouldn't. Like, <laughs> how We're can afraid you to be? Win. Yeah, you're afraid to win. How can you be afraid to win? Because we never have before. We never had before. Yeah. Makes imagine sense. once, imagine when we get that taste of glory. And it's, it makes me upset because, for example, with Algeria, we had that taste of glory when we yeah. beat the French. We yeah. kicked them out of our country. And that was a glorious feeling. I wasn't there when it happened, but it was in 62. And that was a glorious feeling. And, like, decades after, Algeria was prosperous. But then, again, like we spoke about last time, the system, that system, gov- that government, government system, yeah, the government, like yeah. the people who have been in rule for 40 years, 50, 60 years, are taking over the government. And somehow, they don't want their people to win. Yeah. And then, what happens in so many African countries is what's happening today. It's the same thing that's happening in Nigeria. Yeah. Same thing. The same struggle that we're going through. And back to the... Because I'm still... Back to the Ghana situation. <laughs> We get so, we think second place is cool. Uh, we, uh, 
we came this far that's enough you get what i'm saying like we settled 100%. we're like ah, we've, we we've set- got this far that's enough like i i, I. bro but like that ass like the post was here and it didn't even touch the post like it went it up. went up and then it, it took the game into penalty kicks and it, it was just it was a wrap i knew at that moment when he didn't kick yeah, it yeah, in yeah. like it didn't even like nothing nothing, nothing. Yeah. at that moment i knew it was a wrap because if every one of them have that has, has that mindset, mindset yeah, okay. oh. none of them were kicking it in. I'm like, bro, all of Africa is what? cheering like, for you. For, you to, for, for me, once. it's like with Algeria, listen, one, two, three, viva l'Algerie. Just gotta let the people know. We did win the last African Cup. You said, said it before. I know, yeah. I know. I have yeah. to say this every day. <laughs> My friends know me. They, they know me. But for us, it's like sometimes I watch our games and we've been doing incredible. Yeah. But some, like beforehand, like I feel like they just weren't comfortable winning. Winning even till now. <laughs> like, like they have potential, they have the talent, but for some reason that execution is not there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's like, what are you afraid of? Just kick the ball. It, it's it's more than just kick the ball. <laughs> I know. It's more than when, especially it's about the when angle. you come. <laughs> Oh, you think it's about the angle? I don't Bro, think I play soccer. Don't give me that. <laughs> I don't even think it's about the angle. I think it's more of a mentality thing. Like it's like we we've come this far. It's enough. We didn't even expect to win in the first place. I know. You get right. Like some people are putting that mindset where they're like, second place is enough for us. We can just go we'll home and chill. We'll be fine with that bronze. Well, yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, that silver. No, silver. Yeah, silver. Yeah. Bro, I'm still getting paid. The only silver I like is my hoop earrings. But everything uh, else. Right, right, <laughs> Like, why would you settle for silver? Like, <laughs> and, and and that's what has brought us here right. because we have a different mindset. Mm-hmm. We have the mindset of to push the norms. Mm-hmm. We have the mindset to do what has never been done before. Right. To break barriers, to break limits, because we shouldn't have limits in the first place. You oh, know, no. we shouldn't not 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 any kind of limit. And and we might be small, but trust me. Mosquitoes bite. Elephants don't. <laughs> yeah, when I was in Thailand, the yeah. mosquitoes there were vicious. Mosquitoes like, bite. I'm not one to wear bug spray. I don't like bug spray. I think it's gross. But you had to. I had to carry it with me every single day because I'll be at home just scratching. Scratch my, I'm like, this is that's gross. What, I'm like about to start bleeding right now. Mosquitoes are terrible. And that's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. small. Uh-huh. Literally, we're small. And this part, like elephants, but elephants don't bite. We bite. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and slowly, 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 something's going to change. Bad. Yeah, it you gets bad. You don't start bleeding. You don't start bleeding if you don't take if care don't of it. you don't carry Yeah, and I don't think there's any bug spray for us. I know. No, 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 no. 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 I hope not. Nah, there's no bug spray for this. <laughs> Maybe this vaccine that's coming out. <laughs> I don't think I'm sorry. No. I had to. <laughs> So, like, what are some other topics you guys talk about, you know, in your meetings? You know, you talked about uh, the last topic we just went into. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some other issues or topics that you guys talk about at Arabs Against Oppression? Like, what are things that mm-hmm. you talk about? So, what we wanted to do with the five-week series, we wanted yeah. to kind of bring everything full circle. Okay. So, this was something new to us. So, we were learning as we were going. Yeah. And, excuse me. And we wanted... For example, like the first couple of sessions to really be introducing what what, what this is, yeah. like not just who, not who we are, but like what are different forms of, of oppression mm. and and what does it look like in the Arab community? Yeah. And like I told you before, people who showed up were people of all 
different backgrounds and they all you know nodded like they all agreed with what we were saying because they were going through it too yeah and we have friends from like latino backgrounds and they were going through the same thing and they're Mm -hmm. like this is exactly what we experience in our own communities so it really turned into just a more communal conversation so it's more so like what does um um where's the word go like uh perform like performative behavior okay you know what i mean like people like for example like um when people were posting a black square for yeah, black lives yeah, black matter, matter right yeah. um i like blanked out but when people were posting black squares for black lives matter back in i believe it was april yeah um i remember i i, I used to work with someone not putting his name out there but he um I don't know if he's racist. Like, I think he's racist. Yeah. I think he's racist. I mean, racist. the fact that you think it makes You know what him. I mean? Like, I think yeah. he's racist. Yeah. Um, Because some comments he would make, oh, you know. Yeah. And he uh, is of Latino background. Oh, wow. And, um, <laughs> and I was, I was baffled. Mm-hmm. I literally saw him post a black square. And I was mm-hmm. like, that is performative. That is performative because one, I know you don't believe in. You don't this. believe in. Mm, okay, now I get what you're saying. I know you don't believe in this, so why are you posting it? So you know this guy don't completely. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He was supposed to just. One hundred percent. Just because I, everyone else is, let me just. But what makes matters worse is a week, a week or two later, because I was being curious and nosy. I went back on his page. And he, he was gone. gone. <laughs> What did you say to him? What did you say to him? Did you say anything to him? You just... I kept my mouth shut because I was like, honestly, like uh, I could sit here and cuss you out all day because I but, really can, yeah. but I got better things to do with my time. Facts. I really do. So like, I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And like one of my other past co-workers noticed it too. And I'm like, bro, like, did you see this? Like, <laughs> like that's wild to me. Like, yeah. that's actually ridiculous. Um, so things like that, like people post, like people sim- simply posting like a black square because that's because what everybody else is doing. Is yeah. And they don't want to be seen as someone who doesn't, doesn't support, support black people, yeah. Yeah. but they really don't anyways. Don't, don't, and it's like, bro, like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, mm-hmm. and then I think it was really interesting because a lot of my friends actually, people, people who are my friends and people who I was, who I was friendly with, like throughout college, like I knew, but I wasn't super close with, like they reached out to me and they said, thank you so much for, for bringing awareness to certain topics because these are things that i am learning like these are things i didn't know before but i'm taking the time to learn because i want to be better Better, for the people in my life and that was what fueled me because i was like being like being seen is so important right like you could say everything but if no one's carrying you no one cares like it's tough to get people to care it really is but i feel like People telling me that I'm inspiring them. Yeah. I was like, wait, hold <laughs> up. I, I know my voice is loud, but, but what? <laughs> I literally, my mind was blown. I'm like, shit, who am I? <laughs> that's why they say little things make the difference. You know difference. what I mean? And that's what I noticed. I was like, it's important. I'm going to continue fighting for what I believe in. Yeah. Because if I am changing somebody's life, that's all I really want. One person. That's all you really need. All I need is one person to tell yeah. me that, you know, what you did really, really changed, changed me, me or yeah. helped me or yeah. inspired me. And that is what makes me happy. You know, it's not about money. It's not about any of that. But if we're actually making the world a better place, place. which is what I said to you before, I'm like, yeah. I just want to make the world better. You know, try and try, help yeah. make the world a better place. And if I have a voice to do that, then I will do that. That's right. You know? Great job. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. 
Okay, so um, hmm. <laughs> let me take another step. <laughs> please, please, please. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. Mm-hmm. So you said you used to work at TripAdvisor, right? Yeah, yeah. How long did you work there? I worked there for like a year and a half, I believe, or like a couple more months and a half. Something, yeah. Cause I I got the job while I was in college, yeah. so I started right after right after, after college. college yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I left in December to start. Working the the program in Thailand. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, what was next? So in between then and um and then COVID happened, right? COVID happened, so I didn't even get have a job. I didn't really have an opportunity to even look for a job. Really, like I saw jobs, but life was just shut. Everything was shut down, anyways. At that point. Yeah. Um. But like I said before, like that's what inside of me. I was like, wow, I have this newfound time to to do what I am passionate about. Like, it's easy to sit here and say, when you have a nine-to-five job, and I'm tired. I yeah. don't have time. Like, There's my commute was long, so like, commute, I would be yeah. so tired. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I want to make time. But every time you try to make time, it's not enough time. You mm-hmm. know, like, your weekends, you want to relax, or you're trying <laughs> to be productive, and it's hard. You know, there's a lot of factors that come sense. into yeah. play. Yeah. But now you have time. <laughs> now you have no, no excuse. excuse. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. now it's like life stopped. Yeah. For you. You're never gonna never get gonna, this again. Yeah. So take this opportunity to do something. Wow. Take this opportunity to do something that you've always wanted to do. If you wanted yeah. to learn a language, take the time to learn a language. And it's also not to say like if somebody just wants to take the time to really relax, do as you please. Yeah, do which well. what you feel is best with you know for you during this time. But I do think I wholeheartedly, one hundred percent believe that you should take advantage of this time yeah. that you have. Yeah. Because you're never gonna get it back. Fact. I feel that everything is just gonna go back to. Do you ever think about that? I was thinking about that yesterday where I was like, the first time I can walk out of my house without a mask yeah. on, like, do I have to reintroduce myself it's... to people? <laughs> I think you that's a good That's a good one. You might have to because you know? <laughs> people are going to get used to you with a mask on and they're like, oh, what? I'm getting used, used to, to me with a mask yeah. on. I'm like, yeah. bro, I can talk shit under this mask and nobody's going to hear me. Yeah. I like play music in my ear when I'm walking outside. You're singing and... And I'm singing in my mask and nobody knows. Mm-mm. I'm talking to myself, nobody, no, nobody knows. Nobody knows yeah. I'm like, I don't really have to look cute either. Yeah, like, yeah. that's why I come, I, I be coming to the gym looking like scrub because I don't care. But I'm like, wait, after this, I got to put extra chapstick extra. on, extra lip gloss on. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So I think about that. I'm like, at what point is it just gonna? Is it just gonna be a switch and everything is gonna kind of be normal? Back to normal. Like here's a vaccine. Are we gonna pick up from? Or is it just gonna slowly, slowly yeah. like, and you know, get better? Or what does that look like? Yeah. And they say by next summer life should start to get back to normal, wow. but it's like. Wow. I don't know. It's like, I don't want to say here I am being a skeptic of a vaccine that they made in under a year, but I am very skeptical of it. And I think it's very, I think a lot of people are very skeptical of it. And there are people who are like, oh, well, like if you look at the ingredients, there's nothing bad. And it's like, if it's nothing bad, then I don't need it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I haven't gotten a flu shot in like four years. Me too. You know what I mean? Like, why do I need a flu shot? Why do I need a Yeah, yeah, no, you don't have to. But then again, is is that selfish to say? Is that... You know, like, are they going to start mandating that vaccine? You you have to go in order to go back to work. You need a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, you in order got, to go back yeah, to school, you need yeah, a vaccine. Yeah. In order to travel, you need a vaccine. You need a vaccine yeah. And that's a little suspicious to me. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest with you, so, yeah. <laughs> but we ain't going to get into conspiracy theories right now. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. But you know what I mean? Like you said before, like you have to question things. Yeah, no, you really. Have I'm not going to just stand. You're just going to say, yeah, take it. No, I'm not going to just be like, yeah, no, like. No. I'm going to take that vaccine, and all these you know political leaders are like, yeah, I'll take it on camera, like whatever, and it's like. 
it's performative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every, a lot of things are performative. And it's just like, mm, I don't know if I trust it. So I'm going to just sip my wine. Yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. Mine is almost true. <laughs> I've been slow with it. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so now we're coming to the end of powerful the, conversation. The conversation, no, it is powerful. I appreciate you. I appreciate no, no, no. thank you for thank sharing you for all your me. story, man. I am. Thank you for having. It's a honor, and I'm looking forward to having you again. Like I said, you know when. Let you, me know when you drop the book. Let me know. I I'm even looking forward to having your co-founder and you on this platform. Oh my god, that would be nice. Like I have mics for amazing. two. She's amazing. I have mics for two. You so would let love her. her. No, she's I, amazing. No, she is. She's incredible. She's such a powerhouse too. Like I mean, just to think of something like that and just mm-hmm. you know reach out to you and y'all just did it. Mm, it's beautiful. You. Thank you. Yeah, we live in a society where people think things and never execute you know people don't take yeah. actions it's, like maybe yeah. they're afraid to take action or they're discouraged yes. or they failed and are afraid to do it again and i mean i completely get all of that and i feel like in the past i haven't said i haven't done things i wanted to do, wanted to do yeah. but then i feel like i've also gotten to a point where i'm like wow i am turning 25 in two months and i can't continue to say See. i'll do this later yeah or i'll just won't do it it's fine because time goes by, so, goes by so fast 2020 2020 was fast too fast but at first it was slow i was first call, it was slow. Listen, yeah i mean at first listen, it was slow i, I call <laughs> i call march and april filler months because it's like i don't care it's i just want summer to come yeah april goes to, you know goes by too slow march is just a weird month mm-hmm. it's just like an awkward month that's my month though please oh, be is, nice is it your birthday it. yeah when is it 22nd march 22nd yeah isn't that the odds of no march 15 is the odds of march oh, i don't even know what that i went is. to latin academy so oh. we talk, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like <laughs> i'm sorry i'll no, tell you yeah. but like march april may everything went slow Slow. yeah that's what i think too because life was no one knew what was happening i feel like a lot of us were in like depression like you know forms of depression and just like oh my anxiety levels are high and i feel just the race everything that's been going on like i think weighed very heavy on a lot of people Mm. and if it didn't weigh heavy on somebody i think you're crazy like (laughs) you did on me too you know what i mean i feel like it 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 was very heavy for for everyone and it it was tough because it was something that we've never experienced before and it's like yeah there have been like other you know things in the past yeah yeah but not like this level but not like this i know and it's new to us and we're like oh my god we have to stay home and luckily i live near like a stadium and like parks and so i'm able to like work out and like run and it was nice it was always nice to be out in nature you know not that you take that away from us Mm-hmm. nothing should you know exactly yeah yeah it, it's it's part of like your health too makes you healthy right yeah. it, 100 percent. like Jeez. if you're not feeling good go for a walk go for a walk yeah go by go go for a walk or, or a run or look at trees look at nature 100 breathe the air that the yeah, trees are giving yeah. you i mean don't breathe that coronavirus but <laughs> you know what i'm you know that I moment know what, when yeah. you're like I'm not gonna lie. I take off my mask sometimes when I'm like running. When I'm running, yeah, yeah, at the stadium, running, yeah. Like, I want, like I'm running. Like there's nobody there's around. There's nobody me, around you, know? you. Yeah. And I take it off, and I feel free. Yes. You know, I feel like wow, like the sun is beaming, the trees are happy, the birds, the bird. Do you ever think about animals, right? And think about how they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're just living their best life. Living the best life. They don't even you know. know? What... Like they're just chirping regular. Like they're just they're having the best time. And I remember I used to see these videos of just um animals running like on the streets and the sidewalk i don't remember which country it was in but it was so funny because they were so used to people being on the road and i think everything it's empty yeah so the animals were out i saw those videos (laughs) 
Bro, how you literally, dying? I saw lions in the street <laughs> yeah. just chilling. Because like. they're so used to people and now everything's empty. And it's like, wow, this is like Jurassic yeah, Park. Like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then I started seeing memes you know? that like the birds were saying something like, yeah, y'all just staying inside for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, is that how they really feel? That's how they really feel, honestly. We made a lot of mess Dude, in this too, and, I know. And I yeah, know. it's time for us to just... Sometimes we just need this break. We do. We needed this 100%. break to just slow things down. 100%. Because I believe what's coming is bigger than what we... 100%. Like, mm-hmm. I tell people, like, if we can make it in 20... Like, if you get your shit together in 2020, this is the time to get your shit together because from right. 2021, shit's going to pick up and if you're not ready for it and it's gonna it's gonna be gone in a blink it's of gonna an be eye. gone in a blink of an eye yeah as soon as everybody's getting back to where like to their lives and you're like oh my god i had a year to do x y and x, z and i didn't you, you never then you're that. never gonna do it no, you're never gonna you have so it. much time and yeah. you just you're not doing it come on like get it together get it. like this is the time for us to rise this right. is the time for us to stick together and be like be one you know we, be united yeah, and be like you yeah. know what we're gonna stand up for ourselves facts and we're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna invest our money, mm-hmm. you know, because leaving our money in our savings account is not there's nothing but inflation is the only thing that happens to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, invest your money, start that business you've been wanting to start. If you want, you've been wanting to make a blog, make that blog. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to put, for example, like I've been writing poetry since I was eight years old. And it was always something that I, it's my passion, yeah. you know, like it's something I always love to do. I always sit down and I always love writing poetry and it comes to me at like random time, Easy, yeah. random time, random time. The worst is when I'm trying to sleep and I'm so tired and it just comes to me and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, wow. So I had to take out my book, book start, writing, start writing and I, I can't sleep until I'm done with the poem. Oh, you know God. what I mean? It happened yeah. to me two nights ago. But anyways, but like that was something like I told you, like the, po- like the video I posted, like yeah. It hit me where I was like, I was doing open mics last year. And I was like, I really want to put my poetry out there. I really want to put my poetry out there. And I'm just nervous. I'm scared. Like, it was something always personal for me. And once the shutdown happened and I had this time, and I'm like, bro, you know what? Mm -mm. What is the worst that's going to happen? That's the question we need to, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? People aren't going to like it? What? Like, <laughs> Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not afraid of rejection or anything like that. So for me, it clicked in my head. I was like, this is my time. Yes. And so I started posting. And yeah. I started being more open about it. And I think that... And then reaction is coming great, right? Exactly. And hey. people people are receiving it. And I'm like, wow, like this makes me happy. This is what I wanted, but wasn't sure that I was going to get. get but like, here it is. Now I got to keep it moving, keep it pushing. Because mm. I started, right? Yes. You have to start. Which is the most important thing. Which started. is the most important and the hardest part. Yeah, my dad always talks started. about going for runs. Like he, He'll like run with my mom sometimes. Yeah. My mom's a runner. She loves running. But my dad, I think it's hard for him to get into it. Like, he's played soccer his entire life, yeah. but he had, like, a knee, a, he injury. Had like a knee injury. Yeah. So he stopped. But I'm like, Dad, you have to run. You, you have to yeah, be active. Yeah, you have to be active, yeah. And for him, I think it's, like, that starting. You know, like, the, it's it's hard to just because you're afraid or you're just nervous. You, I, you push yourself. Yeah. Push yourself. And once you do, you're going to be happy that you did. Mm. And you know what's funny about pushing yourself? Mm. The moment you push yourself in one field, mm. you automatically start pushing yourself in other fields. Mm-hmm. Once you know that, oh yeah, I pushed, oh, nothing really happened. Like, oh, okay, let me put this in this field. Mm-hmm. And then that field. Right. And that, and before you know it, you, you're someone that just loves to push things. Like It's incredible because when you say that, I envision a flower, yeah. right? 
And it's, it's hey, a beautiful thing. Poet, as you. soon as you start to grow, like, for me, like, for example, like, at the gym. Yeah. Like, I was always lazy. I was just like, you know, like, I know I want to be, like, be. I have I have a goal. Yeah. And then once I started seeing progress, it's like I start, I was addicted to, it, yeah. to seeing progress. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm seeing this progress. I want to continue, continue seeing, seeing progress. progress and yeah. I want to keep busting my ass. Yeah. And I want to keep getting better. Yeah. It's that moment of clarity of, you know, I can do it. And I did it. Yes. And I can just continue to do get it, yeah, better. To get better. And growth is a beautiful thing. It is. Because when, once you see yourself, and I always say it's important to note things down. I'm a writer, so for me, I mean, maybe it doesn't work for everybody, but I love writing. Like, I always write my to-do list, my yeah. short-term goals, my long-term goals. I always write everything out. Because for me, I'm like a visual person, yeah. too. But it's like, when I see that progress, when I see myself crossing something yeah. out, mm. and my, 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 my list is getting it's shorter, shorter yeah. and I'm just crossing it out, I'm crossing yeah. it out. I'm like, wow. I lo- it's just like that satisfaction Facts. of actual progress, productivity, and growth. I'm like, wow. When I once I cross out, write a book. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I'm it's like next so thing. So excited. That's yeah. my next thing. My next thing is uh, launching um, Arabs Again. Oh, yeah. Just putting it out there, like yeah. launching it officially. Yeah. Um, but my 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 number one is my book. Like as soon as I can cross out, like publish my book. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I'm gonna I'm. I feel you. I'm be very yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm be very happy. We're going to celebrate. We will definitely celebrate. And our homes, if we're in a shutdown, I'm be in my room it celebrating. Don't it don't matter. FaceTime, Whatever it is, FaceTime, Zoom, Zoom. calls. Like, yeah. We're going to celebrate, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's that moment that you see the growth. That's when you're like, wow, I did that. I can do more. More, yeah. You know? Yeah. Once you cross that one goal, it gives room for another goal. Exactly. But until you cross out that goal, it's mm-hmm. so the things at the bottom will never come to the top you know exactly yeah exactly so that's powerful power yeah so this is gonna be my last question for okay, you okay i'm ready what are some of your challenges that you know in this whole process of you writing a book because mm-hmm. <laughs> so many challenges yeah i know like let's 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 actually talk about this because mm-hmm. we made it sound so easy like it's not, yeah you just pick oh the pen God. and start writing a book from your mom's perspective and all that like you know what are some of this <laughs> challenges this failures that you've had and, mm-hmm. and how have you been able to overcome them right yeah. um it's funny i actually like this question because this is something i tell myself and this is something i tell my family when i'm talking about the book yeah it was something i knew i wanted to do yeah i didn't realize i knew it was going to be difficult but i knew it was going to be it was going to be tough like i knew it was going to be difficult but not to the extent of which it was okay because of the nature of the book. Makes I'm sense. writing this book from my mom's perspective. Yeah. So I had to interview my mom for like four months. Wow. I had to, and when she had time, when right? She so she's time. busy doing whatever. So I'm like, mom, and she, you're asking your mom to tell you about her life. You can't just be like, mom, tell me about your life. Mm-mm. So I had to figure out ways to break it down uh, yeah. for her to remember. Because you're also working on time, right? Oh, you're, you have a timeline. You also have like this idea of, is she, is she going to remember this? <laughs> Does she remember how my brother was at age seven? So I had to formulate ways to ask her. I had to break down her life. That I, was, I felt like I was getting to know her. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I know my mom, like, but I feel like it's a different relationship when you're talking about, like, your friend and mom to daughter. Because, I mean, maybe it's different for everybody, but, like, at least for me, it's like, 
I didn't know certain things about my mom that I found out during me questioning her and interviewing her. And I'm like, wow, mom, like that happened? I didn't know. Like, I knew that my grandfather had passed away when she was 14, but I didn't know how it happened. Like, I knew it was a car accident, but I didn't know to the extent of which it was. And when I was asking her, she was detailing it to me. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. You know, and I was figuring things out about her. And the, the most difficult part of this entire process was really getting the information out from my mom. Cause it was like, I initially, spoiler, I initially started the book writing. I wanted it to be specifically my brother's life yeah. through my mom's lens, through my mom's perspective. So I'm writing as I, but it's my mom, oh, right? Yeah. But then I realized as I started writing, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this, was, this was the difficult part. I was like, wait a minute. I can't s- just start writing about her giving birth to my youngest brother because the reader doesn't even know who she is. And I'm like, okay, well now I have to completely change this. So I had to go through another like month and a half of interviewing her about her life prior to even coming to America. And then I took that as an opportunity to teach people about the Algerian culture, about immigration. So it was me asking her about her life when she was in elementary school and about middle school when she dropped out to take care of her family, you know, things like that. So being able to sit here and break things down, because there was a, there was a moment where I was like, mom, OK, like when my little brother was in this grade at this school, what teacher did he have? Right. So I had to use certain symbols in his life and her life to remind her uh-huh of things. I felt like I was in like therapy, like using psychology, right? Basically psychology. So I'd be like, okay, remember this one teacher who he probably had for a year. I'm like, do you remember her? She's like, yeah, I'll remember her or him or whatever. So I'm like, what do you remember about that teacher? And she would tell me, and then we would slowly break down the story. And then I would have to break it timeline wise because it's it's in chronological order. So that was the most difficult part of this entire process. Because when you ask somebody to tell them about their lives, it's different if I was writing about my own life, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's my life. It's your life. me. But for me to sit here and ask her about her life 50 years ago, ago. she's she's 55. So about even when she was five years old, when she was 10 years old, 40, 30 years ago, it's difficult to ask somebody to remember that. That was difficult. That took me. That took. I started. I started in yeah. like probably April, March, April. Didn't finish writing. Didn't didn't finish interviewing her until probably July. Wow. Every single day or every day I could with her, I'd be like, "Mom, can you write?" And sometimes she's just not in the mood. In the mood, yeah. You know, and that's what writing is. Writing is a creative process. And I think another difficult part of this journey is me as a writer, as a poet. I can't. I can, but it doesn't come out as great if you were to just sit here and tell me, hey, I just write about this. Now I'm just like, okay, well, I need to be inspired. I need to to feel it because I write based off emotion. That's why I told you I write a lot about social issues because these are things I'm passionate about. So if if I think of something and I'm fueled by something, I instantly want to write about it, you know? And or it'll just come to me based off, off how I'm feeling, maybe even subconsciously. And so, like, sometimes she doesn't, she's not in the mood. Like, she can't think, you know, or she's busy or whatever. So I have to go by by her time. And another really difficult part that I'm still going through today, because I have to finish, I'm almost done writing it, but there's, like, that last chapter, like, oh, my God, you're, like, not in the mood. You have writer's block. You want it to sound good. It's not sounding good. good. You're, like, oh, my God, I know how to speak English, but why isn't this working out for me? (laughs) Why can't? So you pull up the thesaurus, and you're, like, these words are trash. Like, (laughs) 
so that just the process it's not easy it's it's not glamour like it's I write it through with passion because this is I'm writing it from my mom's perspective and I want it to be told in totally, the most beautiful yeah, way. The most beautiful way, yeah. That's you know? a good motivation right there. And for me it's like I think about the end. I think about the outcome of this book and I'm like, you know what? Like this is what's driving me to finish this and to I'm I'm editing it as well and going through the publishing process which is length a lengthy process. And that's what drives me to finish it. That's what drives me to try and write as best as I can. Because I want people to read it and be like, this is a great is book. A great Rather book, than yeah. just like, it's like an all right book. Oh, I want people to see the themes behind the book. I want people to understand the symbolism in the book. And I love those things. Like, I was huge like English class person, like AP English. Like I yeah. loved English class because I loved writing and I loved understanding the symbolism. I loved understanding the metaphors and seeing the underlying definition of what something might have meant. And that's everything I'm I'm trying I am including in the book. So I want there to be a deeper meaning behind yeah. it. And I want it to be up to the reader to think about it and understand it how they choose to understand it. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is sure is a powerful book. Like, I am looking forward to reading this book. I'm so excited. Thank you. The level of effort you put in writing this book, it's it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, but... I would give up. Like, a quick question. (laughs) Do you ever want to give up? Like, with the idea stands there, like, yo, honestly, it'd be good if I just give up on this book. It's so funny because I I don't think I've really had that thought because I knew this is what I need, this is Uh, what I want. So I was, I never... I I I had the the thought jokingly in my yeah. head. I'm like, what if I just never did this? What if I just stop? But there is nothing inside of me that is stopping me. Wow. There is nothing that will happen powerful. in this world that is going to stop me from putting this book it's out there. It's powerful. I can't. I yeah, can't I go through everything I went through. I went to just be like, I give up. I give who up. am I? What? Who, who am who? I? To, the the guards too. If I can't if I can't finish this, if I can't publish it and put it out there for everybody to hear and see yeah. and read it. Then who am I? What I can I accomplish? I this is my passion project. If Facts. I can't, if I can't accomplish my passion project, what will I accomplish in oh, life? Boy. You know. Um, so no, to answer your question, no. never giving up. Wow, I like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, we're gonna end this conversation with that. That wraps it up. That wraps it up. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful way to wrap it up for mm-hmm. real. Like never um, give up. Never give up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so to our listeners out there, mm-hmm. you know, um, how can they first? How can they be part of the Arab Against Oppression. So if we want to join, like, what do we mm-hmm. have to do? Like, how can we be part of it? Um, so we will, that comes with a launch video. So once we officially put everything out there, yeah. you can join our mailing list. That's when we're going to start having workshops. And we're going to obviously via Zoom or yeah. any other means virtually because of because of life right now. But, um, oh, oh no. Oh, okay. oh, no. <laughs> but, um because of the nature of life it's really signing up for the email list that way and like um adding us on instagram so at arabs against underscore um that's where we post a lot of our content like our upcoming content for like future sessions or workshops or whatever we might have and a lot of it is conversation based so if somebody really feels strongly about something wants to talk about it like they can also reach out to us um and you can DM us, email us, um, and we'll just kind of take it from there, really. Um, yeah, and donate. Makes sense. Nonprofit. Donate. So yeah. So how do we donate? 
it's that that step is not, not ready yet, to not yet, okay. not yet, not okay. yet. We, are, okay. we have everything set up but yeah. once we officially launch that's when people can like officially start Official donating start yeah. yeah so um stay tuned oh yeah so. we definitely stay tuned yeah yeah thank you oh my god yeah, this no, is so nice this is, no this is great jesus christ you blew me off my feet like i'm still you're still here though <laughs> <laughs> i mean physically but mentally like i'm probably out there looking for your book right now to read it, Stop it. i'm looking for my book <laughs> i'm waiting for it i'm like i see myself on the queue waiting for that book just to, like you 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 get me hyped right now like, i'm excited I'm like, yeah I'm, I'm excited, I'm excited to read that, that book you're excited no for real i'm excited i want to people to book. feel that you know i want them to feel the emotion yeah I, I, i'm also looking forward to you launching your um your ngo so we can see what's about and you know just it's a beautiful thing you're doing okay Thank and you. and that's what this platform is about celebrating right you know someone like you that is doing so so much but the world is actually not seeing you you Mm -hmm. get right so you know thank you so much for what you're doing um we love you so much okay thank you for having me thank you for having this platform like i said before i think it's very oh no there it goes again (laughs) it's okay (laughs) we'll just leave it there yeah let's just leave it there this is a closing out yeah you can do whatever these are the closing creds but (laughs) thank you for having me and thank you for also having a platform where you're showcasing people in the community who are doing things yeah my pleasure because like i said i mean like you said excuse me people aren't seeing certain things Mm-mm. and i think that we need to keep using each other and uplifting yeah. each other because we are on our own resources For you. and like i said nobody's gonna have our back but our own yeah you know so i think that it's time that we rise together facts facts so rise together well, that's another good line again you brought up there there you go so how, <laughs> so how do people reach out to you um you can reach out to me via instagram i would say that's probably the best way okay um at yesma y-e-s-s underscore m-a-a it's really my name esma yes ma but somebody else had it without the underscore i was was like bro (laughs) well it's funny because in high school my friends my name's esma so people call me either S s or ma oh and so people will be like, yes, Ma. And that's where it came. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where the yes, Ma yeah. came. Yeah. People will be like, oh. yes, Ma. And then, Ma. And then you call me from the hallways. And that's how yes, Ma was, you know, birthed. But, that's how uh, it was born. Um, but like I said, some shorty had it with the underscore, without the underscore. So, so I'm like, damn it. You didn't have a choice. Like, can I buy all right. of you like a domain? Like, can I just <laughs> go daddy? Down. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yes, man. Um, I don't really use Facebook. I'm not Facebook this day. I don't really okay, use it. Yeah. Or connect with me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's also that's my name. That's my name. Okay. Um, How do you spell your last name? L I T I M. L I T I M. Okay. It yeah, makes sense. There okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That is it for Thank today. You. Thank you guys for Thanks. listening and watching to this podcast. I hope you guys had a great time. Because honestly, I did. I had a great time. I know Thank you, you had, for having me. Hey, my pleasure, man. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Thank you so much. On oh, this rainy day. On this rainy <laughs> this day. This stormy day. I think we made, a beautiful, <laughs> we made a beautiful thing out of this rainy day. 100%. Yeah, this 100%. was a great This was a great episode that's going to change the world. I hope so. No, it will definitely. I will. It, it yes, will. manifest that. It has Speak to. it into existence. Yeah, it has to. Like, I know, one thing I know for sure is there's no episode I do here that goes out there in vain. Like, I know mm. it has a message. It's for someone. It's going to change your life, you know. Right. So, yeah. Thank you. I definitely. appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so with that said, uh, I'll see. We'll see you guys next week, and don't forget to pay our sponsors, Devin and Associated Visit. Okay, mm-hmm. so guys, peace. Peace out.